It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 51. Frontios. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's unity. It's like a person. Resulting reaction is fighting. Welcome back, friends. It's the old Doctor Who show, your classic... Uh, on- Why do I always want to say online? Online's <laughs> stuck in my head. It's just the It's old- not wrong. Old- it's your tri-weekly classic Doctor Who review podcast. I am your host, Eric. And I am your other host, Dan. And together we meet every three weeks, and we're here a little bit later. It's a Tuesday. Usually we're on a Sunday. I was away. Why is that, Eric? Where were you? I was in Miami, as we talked about. I, uh, it was a very busy week. I had to go there for the book fair, which was, a, was an exciting experience. I went by myself, so it was a very lonely experience. A lot of sad Eric eating... Uh, <laughs> dinner by himself in the hotel uh, bar restaurant. Those things are liberating. Come on. But I didn't even get a chance to watch the story we're going to review until I was like <laughs> Sunday when we normally would record. I was completely exhausted, out of my mind, you know, eating disgusting uh, Pizza Hut pizza in a dirty Miami airport after my Uber driver had ripped me off. Now, I'm not a Uber person, so I've only done Uber a few times. Yeah, but I took an Uber from when I landed in Miami from the airport to the hotel, and the line mm-hmm. on the map was relatively flat and straight across from sure. where you would want to go. And then on the way back, and it was twice as much on the way back as it was on the way there. The yeah. the driver had hugged the coast uh, and go went all the way oh. to the south, and then all the way up, and seemed Gave a little suspicious. Uh, yeah, so I guess I always thought like when you did an Uber. It said the price, and that's yeah. what you paid, right? No. It was like you agreed to the price. It was like, no, no, no. just a suggestion. That's an, that's an estimate. That's an estimate price. It was an estimate. I yeah. I got my money. I got credited from them because I literally sent them because, you know, it records your trip. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, yeah. you tell me if something looks odd about this thing, <laughs> and they immediately credited me after that because at first so they weren't going to. That's actually pretty to. good. I, wouldn't, I would never have expected them to do that, but... Uh... Yeah, I've yeah, they're not it. the. They're kind of a sketchy company. Like, I they're just a horrible, read awful today company. That they got hacked. Yeah, uh, no, and they, they paid ha- a ransom and then never told anybody. Exactly. I mean, they're they're just horrible. I mean, to be honest, if I'm looking for a job in a couple of years, then I'm I'm gonna, you know, look at them. But uh, no, it's, it's it's that's they're terrible. Yeah, but we're not, not that here Lyft to talk. is all that much better. But we're not here to talk. No, no. Tech. So, this isn't this week in Uber or whatever. Uber, uh, yeah. Which is our our other triweekly podcast. Um, no, actually, I wanted to ask the reason you were in, in Miami. You were there for a comic panel. Um, yeah, I was. For, I did for a, Gregory my Suicide. You're right. My first comic panel. I yeah. had never done one of those before. It was me and three other authors and a very uh moderator and it was all about immortality and suicide and not those those themes in fiction uh we had people in the audience <laughs> didn't actually somebody didn't actually kill each other no we didn't have to kill each other oh, i did okay. get to slip in a dune i started talking about dune at one point so you know i was winning at that at that <laughs> and i did say uh, at one point i was like do you guys ever like when you're on the roof of a 
building or somewhere? Do you feel like you want to jump off? Like I said that, and it was kind of a weird reaction. <laughs> no, I I totally get that. You get that, right? I totally. That's, is that, that is the fe- that is the fear of heights. That's, yeah, I, I do. Have you're a fear afraid of that you're that you are going to uncontrollably, for some reason, be compelled to, jump to come off. to the edge well, and, and well, that's fall off. Probably why our podcast works so well because we're both because every three weeks it's like we're jumping off a friggin' building because <laughs> yeah, right, we have no idea what's your ha- hearts. I didn't pack a shoot. I wouldn't know how to pack a shoot. So, all right. Well, yeah. So it was good. It was a very good thing. Uh, speaking of which, so my book Gregory Suicide, which is available for order is in comic stores, and this is why the comic industry stinks, because oh. the book is in stores, in comic stores tomorrow, which right. is November 22nd. Mm-hmm. It will then be in bookstores on December 5th, so you have to already, when you try to explain people when your book's coming out, it's like a 15-minute conversation. You're like, oh, it's only coming out in these places. Yeah, here. yeah. It's like, can't it just have one date? No. You know? I don't but know. Anyway, that's, that's hey, I would say if I hadn't already pre-ordered my copy uh, on Amazon, I would go to a comic, book, a local comic book store and buy it there. Yeah, if you have a local shop, go there. That. But again, with local comic stores, not most titles are not returnable. So there's a chance that maybe they wouldn't even have ordered it unless you told right. them to order it. Whereas bookstores, it is returnable. So it should be you know at Barnes and & Nobles and, and places like that as well. As that's Amazon. amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, like, come on. We got to talk about Frontios, Dan. Is that right? how we're pronouncing it? Yeah, let's Frontios? do that. Let's front, yeah. Frontios. Did I have any other stories? Oh, I will say this uh, before we get into this. It's not that important, but I feel like the last time I was on a plane, I talked on this podcast uh, where I almost got into a fight with the person in front of me because they kept hitting my seat, uh, their seat into my knees and then yelled at me for my knees being in the way. <laughs> Don't night, night flying is the worst flying. Because, yeah. like, I yeah. flew at 8 or 9 o'clock at night because it's it's a lot of bros mm. and people are drinking. And, like, I hate, I can't stand... Either of those things? Either of those things. <laughs> and I really don't like drunk people. Like, drunk people have to be the worst people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's so true. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I I'm horrible when I'm that drunk. Other than people are all horrible. Well, we, on that note, right? I thought I was going to have a jam or something to talk about, but I didn't really have... It was, you know, what am I going to talk about? Turbulence? What's up with the peanuts? You know, they, they, don't, they hardly give you any food. Wait, no, what, what is up with them? Uh, yeah, so let's hit the button and uh, get us out of this misery. The power of travel is beautiful, Doctor. Very beautiful. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, as you can see, from this panel, Gravis, I control all the main TARDIS functions, the uh, time coordinates, spatial coordinates, all inoperative at the moment, of course, because the spatial distribution circuits are switched in. Ah, now you really will have to be more careful, Gravis. Now the autoscan's picking up the location of all the concealed TARDIS components. Oh, well, not to worry. I shouldn't think it's even within your powers to reassemble them. Besides... What would you want with an old Type 40 time and relative dimension in space machine, hmm? But I do want it, Doctor. The TARDIS. Infinite travel within my grasp. Oh, no, Gravis, please. Take everything else, but leave me the TARDIS. I will have it. Oh, no, Gravis, please, I, I beg you. I spare will me the TARDIS. Have it. All right, this is Frontios. Uh, this is written by Christopher Bidmead, directed by Ron Jones. It's the third story. Of the 21st season, uh, this is 1984, the Doctor and his uh, companions, and we're still 
still there with Turlow, end up on a planet that uh, for some reason is eating people. Uh, it's a, a weird place. Uh, there's lots of infighting. And uh, the doctor gets his hands full uh, when some worms are uh, using their hive mind uh, to eat people and eventually turn the planet into some kind of remote control uh, spaceship. Well done. That's pretty well done for uh, that. Was if it wasn't obvious, that was not written down. Uh, nope. So I was just running, running, <clears throat> running off the rails on that one. Dan, why don't you uh, tell us? Because I, I have a feeling I know what you think of this episode, but uh, or storyline. What did you think? Tell our v- our listeners or viewers, uh, if we're ever going to release this feed, uh, what you thought should. of Frontios. I did not enjoy it. You didn't? I uh, No, it was just, um, I think we had this conversation too. And I know it's unusual circumstances. You were flying back and not watching it in normal time. I had a, a fever. <laughs> the whole thing felt like a fever dream while watching it. But I honestly, as soon as I finished watching this, could not remember a single detail about it. It's just so – it's just not memorable. There was – I mean, okay, I'm sure we're going to go through this and do the typical fashion where you're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff and be like, oh, yeah, that was cool. And then by the end of the review and be like, oh, yeah, this is actually a pretty good story. There were interesting things that happened. Um, Turlo's racial memory was not one of them, though. It, it, I don't know. His racial memory? Yeah, ancestral memory that was coming oh, up. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, his, no, his I was race. like, oh, is there some kind of weird, like, uh, uh, yeah, but it wasn't that. Um, no, I no. like this. I like this episode. Um, so I was surprised to see how much you hated it. I didn't I say I hate it. I don't like I it. I don't think it's great. Like, there's, there's things, I guess, budgetary things, too, which we'll probably eventually talk about with some of the costuming and those, like... Oh my god! Things with the the, the the whatever you would call it, the hairs or things coming yeah. out of their mouth as they're talking. But overall, I, I mean, I kind of thought it was interesting. The you know the fact that these people are getting eaten and pulled into the ground and the infighting, and I like the idea it's a, it's a colony and there's some secret that they're keeping from the people and all that kind of stuff. But it was not without its problems. It's, it's certainly not my favorite. Uh, Doctor Who story by any means. I mostly had a problem with the uh, the colony. I didn't really like any of the characters, and I know you're not really supposed to like some of the characters. Like, um, oh, uh, let me get Brazen was the the main kind of. He wasn't the leader guy, but he was the the kind of older curly hair guy, and he, he kind of redeems himself at the end by sacrificing yeah. himself, and that was okay, fine. I didn't really care for him at all. Uh, Plantagenet, whatever his name was, the younger guy that becomes the leader after his dad gets eaten by the ground. Um, what his just dad? Horrible. What, hold on, his dad, his head is implanted yeah. on a d- digging machine. Yeah, that was a horrific image of. Uh, that I kind of like love that. The, the, the flesh and metal. It was very much, you know, like oh, it was like a body horror nightmare. Well, apparently the uh, it was like a videodrome was, thing. Like I felt like a. Cron- oh, don't mention, don't mention videodrome. Don't. A but Cronenberg. Just make, you don't ugh. like videodrome? It just makes me. It's okay. it creeps me out so much. Long I can't. Live the new flesh. I can't do it. Um, no, I mean that was actually. I I think I read that um, originally they were going to have it be more of like these machines were constructed out of bits of people. Like there was okay, much more of that. Afford, and this yeah. is, the, no, no, no. They just decided that's too much. <laughs> Let's just scale it back a little bit. And we'll do this. And it wasn't just his head. Like doesn't it reveal that it's his whole body in there. 
his head's just sitting on top, but it's because they take him out and it's just he's laying there. And then whenever um, wait, what do you mean they take him out and he's laying there? Because the the what was his name? It was um, Rain. No, not Range. It was Revere. Was the the guy's well, name? I, well, we will back off back back away just a minute. Just and I will sure. also preface this by saying I was in a delirious state watching this on a tiny <laughs> iPhone. But I thought the head on the digger was his father. It was. His name was Revere. And then we never saw, like, he died and the son was going to replace him. I don't remember seeing the body whole ever. I thought they took him out of it. And then whenever, wait, I'm, I'm actually going to go back and look. Um, because whenever uh, Brazen gets into it, he's just, like, kind of in it, strapped into it. I didn't think it was just the head, like, severed off of the body. I thought it was just I that think they, they, needed, like, they, 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 they needed, needed a living mind, so they, they hook the mind up to the machine. But they needed a living body. Like, they needed him to be alive. I don't think that it was... So you're saying there's know. a scene, and there could very well be a scene, because again... Maybe not. I was also delirious. Right. I, I thought they had used... They took the dad, the dad was used for this thing, and now all yes. of a sudden they're going to take the son, and they hook him to the chair, but... They save him. Uh, yes. And talk about that scene, too, where they're going to hook... I think they're going to hook Turlo to the chair. And then they rip Turlo up. And then for some reason, the other guy gets pushed into Brazen just somehow falls That's into the, it. So awkward. Yeah. Uh, that kind it didn't of make stuff any was sense. a little weird. The Some of the archetypes of characters that act certain ways and was very familiar. You know, I felt like a lot of these tropes that are happening in this particular episode were well-worn already in the Doctor Who. Like, you, you sort of know exactly how people are going to be. There's the the scientist who's good, who's trying to help the Doctor, but then they're not going to believe him, and he's got the daughter, and she's going to, you know... It felt yeah. very, um... What's the word? Like, uh... You said it, like, well-trod. It was just, like, like you, exactly. you know beat for beat what's going to happen. And, and I think that's... You say it better than I did. Like, that's, I think, what I had so much of a problem with is mostly just these characters. The, the idea of... A hungry Earth was very cool. Um, the overall plot of what the the aliens or the the beings were trying to do, and you know, turn the planet into this you know gravitational spaceship to go infest other planets. That was actually kind of interesting. Um, that they marooned the the colony ship there. That was the, the one of Earth's remaining colony ships after um, devastation of the Earth running uh, smashing into the sun. I thought that was kind of cool, too. But did, you, did you think the 10-year delay, like where they caused the right. ship to crash, and then they, they say like they let the colony build up before they... Did that seem like maybe an unnecessary, unnecessary piece of the plot, like to have a 10-year period to let them build up where there was no... Act? Like it felt like, okay, but I don't know. Did you really need that? It didn't it. distract me at all. Like yeah. that's fine. It didn't really play much of a role into it, other it was, than it was just weird that there was like why they, even mention it? You mean mention it and it's part of the plot, and then they land, and then they get right. like ten years. Why bother? It was to build up, and yeah, I don't know. Um. All right. So I mean, if we want to kind of jump through this, yeah, um, we can jump jump through all of it. I mean, I have there's so many things where I was hoping you were going to say you loved it and be able to explain to me where I was like, oh well, let's try anyway. Not, like, why does the TARDIS it's turned into all these spread out all over and then the the creatures are able to put it back together like why did that happen i don't understand that either it's probably I, obvious so, but no I, I was again in not in my right head watching so like i said i watched this watched this story and immediately just it just made no impression on me so in preparation for this i went, went back and read you know the full synopsis of it 
And that explanation really didn't even stick with me. Like, so the TARDIS gets gets um, pulled to this planet through this gravitational field. It enters into a meteor shower, gets pulled onto the planet, crash, well, not crash lands, but they land on the planet. How does the TARDIS actually dematerialize into these pieces? It just, it was the cliffhanger at the end of the first episode of the story. They come back to where the TARDIS was and it's not there. I mean, the hat rack is there, but nothing else is there. Right, and the Doctor assumes that the TARDIS has been destroyed. Destroyed somehow. Um, but it, it wasn't, right? So it was no. it was broken Something? apart by the Gravis was... Yeah, I mean, it, it must but it has not to really, because he, he wants it, and that's what they lure him, they make him fix it because it's so wonderful. So it somehow got pulled, yeah, somehow it didn't, it got kind of moved between dimensions. It's not quite in our, in its correct dimension. That's kind of the explanation I had read, and somehow Gravis is able to, with gravitational pull, that name kills me. Anyway, Gravis, with this gravitational pull, is able to reassemble it and pull it back into our proper dimension. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. I love the effect of it. I liked seeing bits of the TARDIS throughout the caverns underneath, and then when you're inside the control room, seeing bits of the cavern kind of yeah, sticking that through. Cool. Like that, visually, it looked kind of awesome. Why it happened? Who the F knows? It just didn't seem to make any sense to me. And, but also, like, why did the Doctor assume... Okay, it seems like a logical deduction that this is where I put the TARDIS. There's a crater here. The TARDIS is destroyed. Except for the fact that this happens in every third episode, that they come back to the TARDIS and it isn't where they expected it to be. So Yeah, no. And, but also, why, why does, like, there's always one character that has the answer and Peter Davison does not want to hear it? That happens a lot, too, where, where yes. Turlough it's usually is like, TV. I have so, something important. And the Doctor's like, not now. And, like... I'm getting yeah. a little tired of that uh, shtick or that back and forth between... Because Turlo, as you mentioned, with his memories, yeah, is a huge is a huge part of this story. And I will confess, because we were supposed to do Resurrection of the Daleks. Yeah. That was our story. We could not find it. We'll have some news on that at the end. And anyway, I thought that I read this was Turlo's last story, so that's why I told you. I'm like, we have to do... Yeah. Uh, Frontios. And so going into it, I kept expecting Turlo to stay on or disappear. And especially because the way the story is, he's like a part of it. I'm like, oh, this totally makes sense. We're right. This could be a good finale from. for him. Like, yep. this, these are his thing. You know, we're going to find his people. I thought somehow this planet was connected to. Did you think that going into it? Because he keeps. Just, he no, I didn't. Like, I feel like I've been here. Like, because when he's in the caves, he, he has memories of what happened to his planet. Because he's faced these creatures before, I was like, "Oh, this is his planet," and then it oh, was exciting, no. and it was not that. So, no, I didn't. I didn't get that at all, and I didn't think it was his final final story. I think his final story is is Caves the Adrababa that I'm not going to pronounce correctly. Um, I think that's his final. So, I no, I wasn't expecting him to be to be gone on this one. Um, I was but surprised by how much he had he had to do in this story with the the ancestral memory stuff coming up, which was kind of kind of interesting, sort of. Yeah, he, he definitely had the, and we missed maybe two stories before this, or two or three stories before. Yeah, this, two or three stories over. But yeah. he's much more of a real companion and less of an antagonist. And he really, yeah. really building up his heroism. Like, there's a very cool, a good scene, or I thought it was good anyway, where Turlo is sick and he's plagued by these nightmare visions, but he has to overcome his fear. And he does that thing where he's going to flip a coin or he has a coin in one hand and he's like, pick it. And if it's if you get the coin, I'm going to go down. And yeah. if you don't, I'll stay up. And then we realize there's a coin in both hands. So I thought right. that was like they're giving him 
you know, some redeeming qualities where you're sort of like, okay, maybe Turlo's, you know, power pop Turlo is turning it around and uh, he's, he's... No, that's a, that's actually a really good point. I didn't, I hadn't thought of that because that's one of the things we kind of found interesting but also didn't quite work for him is that he's this companion who's also in some ways not quite on the level. You can see it more in other episodes, like he has his own agenda that doesn't quite work with them. But in this case, no, he seems to be pretty straightforward, like... Yeah, and it was good. And I, I feel like yeah. he confronts that within himself. Like there's scenes where he knows the old Tur- Turlo would have not done anything and wouldn't have helped out or would yeah. have looked for a way out. And now he's sort of his character's grown, and he's he's now a different person than he w- than he was. I like uh, to speak about companions. Tegan in this, um, hmm. where the Doctor refers to her as like an early. Uh, version of siri like did, yeah. when he's trying to explain uh tegan to the uh to the gravis, gravis. yeah he's like this is my virtual assistant like she he basically says she's like a robot who yeah t- helps his planning and and whatever yeah exactly he, you're he's right basically saying she's a secretary in a yep. demeaning way uh but she's the earliest version of uh, a virtual assistant i think that we've ever yeah seen. So this, is where, this is where they built uh this is You're, where the ideas came from. This is where it came from, people. This is where they knew. Did you like uh, Tegan in this? Because I know you sometimes don't like Tegan. I sometimes don't like the interaction between the Tegan and the Doctor. Um, I I liked her fine in this. Yeah, I think she had plenty to do. I loved her friggin' outfit in this, though. Jeez, that man, skirt. that was that, that, that about? leather skirt with the the hip slung belts and that that top was kind of amazing. <laughs> and, but the fact is, she I have to give her so much credit. In every story, she's wearing heels. And running through like caves or running—I mean, this is yeah, just what she always easy. has to do. And no, it's not. It can't be. She's—I just love that. Anyway, no, I liked her. She was she was fine. What about the the? Uh, it doesn't matter. We don't need to follow all the details because again, we're we're skipping over the the society that we haven't really touched on that. Well, the I fact mean, that they this was also 1984, right? So this is yeah. the height of glow sticks. Like I remember as a kid of oh, the yeah. 80s. When the glow sticks came out, it was like, you know, military technology sold as a day glow, whatever. And it was yeah. like you break the stick. And clearly that was the rage because the only light source they have are glow sticks where they're yeah. even like, shake it up and the, the light. And yeah. it's also awful and this awful green glow. But their whole – was hard to sort of follow their whole society because it's – apparently there's only one woman. It's like the, there's the <laughs> daughter and all dudes. No, there were, actually I noticed there were. A Did you couple, see other? Yeah, there were okay, a couple I didn't of women. See any other women, but um, as part of the colony, there were no women who were the um, the ones who were outcasts that left. But the, it's kind of like a dictatorship, right? Or some yes. kind of. Uh, is, he's not well, a military. King. It's very military style. It feels except except hereditary for some reason. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is it like yeah. a, a passage through like a kingship or something? Um, yeah, because. When there's a chance that the king, what's it? Does he have a title, like an official title? Do they call him anything? I don't think he has an official title, but when I read his name, I don't remember them saying his name like this. Yeah, but when they Flint, find out that there's a chance Flint that he's dead, which they're covering up, it goes to chaos where the everyone's yes. revolting, and it's like you can't, you know, if, there, if there's no leader, there's no, there's clearly no democratic process. There's no. Well, representation for the like there's no uh, right. chain of command you know yeah. if this guy's gone it's instant you know there's one guy's like looting that was yeah. like halfway through there's this character who we didn't really meet before but somehow he's important and he's like looting something and they kick him out and he's becomes their messiah of the rabble 
right. when he's when he's he's pulled into he's the ground, sucked in. but he did, and then he's like all of a sudden now he's in charge of that group, and right, there's a, right, there's just so many things going on in this story. There were so many things going on, and yet so little that had any sort of impact. I mean, it was yeah, there was a colony of what felt like maybe two dozen people. I don't know, It just didn't feel very yeah. And, and the idea is substantial. it's not a big colony too. It's it's on the decline. Uh, but you're right. It's only like 24 people that we see. I don't <laughs> That's know. That's what it seems like. Bigger. I know. It's obviously supposed to be bigger. But yeah. So, you know, they, they crash land and all their their uh, failure proof technology was destroyed. And um, the, the planet has no combustible materials. Like how are, by the way, so this thing ends the the um, the creatures and the Gravis is gone. So the creatures are just like these normal, you know, earth burn creatures not going to be a problem anymore. So they're going to be left on this planet that has no combustible material like what are they supposed to do yeah it's how are they strange. left here well what about their it's like they're marooned here for forever like how how is this supposed to be a successful colony but didn't the gravis looks like the creatures like except it has correct. a nose it does but otherwise, it has a big nose what, otherwise it's the same it was the gravis a native of this no planet so it just happens to show up at a planet that had other creatures already living there that looked just like him? Did he bring them with him? No, I think they are all one group organism, but they rely on him right. as he the central them. piece. I got that part. They, they yeah, 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 but no, I'm saying like that's that's the struggle. It's like an ant colony with a queen, I think, is how it works. Like Without the queen, the whole thing falls apart. But so without move, him... Right, they move him to uh, off-planet, to some, they say it's some dead planet with no life on it. Right. So, so the is going to wake up and starve to death and die a miserable death, or is he going to create more of these things? And oh then no, he in? goes like, into he goes into a. Uh, I think what is the a, life cycle? <laughs> <laughs> no, it seems like he. I think they say that he goes into some sort of like stasis. Like he he goes into hibernation without the rest of them around him. So he's just going to go and hibernate on some dead planet for all of eternity. And then the rest of them that are left over are just going to, you know, chew rocks, I guess. The tractators. What was up with the uh, hat stand? Okay, so that was kind of cute. Cute at first, but it was like, they really, and even at the end, they remind you of it. Like, was there any significance in it other than they were like you know what i'm gonna center this whole thing around a hat stand and i'm gonna make it work and i think it was a dare it's up to you it was a dare uh someone made for bid no i don't i don't know like at the beginning it's like so apparently we, we, we missed some stuff because there's a little bit of commotion stuff what's that is that what you were gonna talk about the time lord stuff we missed well i don't know i don't know what stuff i mean well, i know that he says that says, don't tell the time lords about this yeah but that's just a general thing that's their like don't interfere with the timeline sort of thing. I don't think I it had anything know. to do with episodes I don't know. we missed. I, I would say, and we don't know, obviously, don't. people at home uh, listening probably are yelling Screaming. at their, their speakers. But to me, it felt like we missed something within the last couple of stories Yes, where they ran into the Time Lords and the Doctor was punished in some way. Because not even at the end, he also in the beginning, he, he won't touch anything. Like he won't involve himself. And then it takes some... Uh, coaxing of the doctor to get him to even yeah. intervene here so i feel like something happened and Could that's be. why they're saying what they're saying yeah i mean so, something definitely is going on because there's a weird there's weird vibes going on in the control room yeah. um but they're like the doctor's off like 
reorganizing the TARDIS and, uh, you know, picks up the hat rack and is going to move it around. It's just one of those nice things like, oh, the hat rack, it's been around forever. It has no purpose. There's no reason for it. And now there's like calling attention to it. Like that's kind of, kind of nice in a weird way. And then, yes, like you said, it just becomes the central prop throughout the entire story right. that it fine. could be. I, I didn't have an issue with it. Like it, Turlo it was, it, pretends that he's a magician with it. Like, or he's, it's a weapon of some kind. It's a weapon, right. They don't understand the meteor shower. Can right. Can we talk about the meteor shower? Sure. I don't know if I understand the meteor shower. The the uh, Gravis is making it, pulling it from another planet. He yeah, there he's pulling in meteors and floating debris from the asteroid fields around. Okay, because this my system. That's what I assumed was happening. But the fact yeah. that they're so they're convinced it's an alien attack. Yeah. Um, they have enough te- technology and science to have a spaceship. Like it just feels had, like had a spaceship. They, they had no longer that, that, yeah. that was crashing. So, oh, so you're saying that they should, be, saying, like, they should be smart enough to be smart like... Smart enough to think a... like uh, a planet is being destroyed. Like, I don't know. It just felt like if they were like cavemen, like, ooh, it's fire from sky. Oh, like, like, well, why I didn't... think because it had been calm for 10 years and then all of a sudden the bombardment started and they kept coming more and more regularly, I yeah, guess. But the fact that it was going on for so many years, like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I, I did, Did you? Catch, I also like, expected yeah, a no. deal. I'm sorry to, to keep no, going, but go I ahead, also expected that the. I was talking first, Dan. I, the, <laughs> the, the, I thought that the, gra- the Gravis and yeah. the uh, uh, whatever the guy's name is, the father or something, had yeah. some kind of arrangement that was going to be uncovered. Yeah. You no, know, I kind of felt like that was going to happen too. They didn't really no, that's not explain that. You know. No, it's I. You know, the father who's uh, Revere, like he discovered that the, that these creatures were there that's why they they closed the mines they weren't able to uh, uh, uh create um buildings underground to withstand the meteors because of you know he knew what was happening there and, and forbade it um and still continued his research afterwards yeah no i kind of felt like something like that was going to happen yeah, as well, like, but that's like just he never, knew like it would have actually been more interesting had, right well it's like okay well we know that he knows that it's there so they close it off you're not allowed to talk about it they have the I forget the file of deaths that, that you can't explain because yeah, they know people deaths, are getting that's unaccounted out. yeah but i thought it was going to turn out okay well they're they're sacrificing x amount of people per month and in exchange they're but yeah, that, that would, part doesn't happen no, and for some reason the sun doesn't it's like people don't even realize this thing is going on. So it's like, who's hiding these folders? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when they're yeah. like, where did you see those files? And you're like, oh, it's secret. But then you're like, they didn't even know about the files. And now they're, you know, it's just, it was like a conspiracy. And you're like, who's in on it? And then you're like, nobody's in on it. Nobody's in <laughs> But the there guy no who's head stuck to the uh, snow machine. The yeah. Snowblower. <laughs> Disaster. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, again, I don't quite understand, and this might be obvious too. Like, so the Gravis is pulling in all these meteors right. and causing this. But what was the purpose of that exactly? Was that know. intentional? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, other, yes, it's a gravity creature. It's Gravis. Um, so it's using the people for the machines. Yes, that makes sense. Sure. It's maybe just to keep the people. To kill people to use their bodies, I guess, right? Because I guess, I guess, but that seems like pulling... a horribly inefficient way of doing it. Yeah, and they're never, pu- they're not really pulling live people, like or healthy people. It's always when you fall it, down after right. you've been hit, so you have to be right. 
injured in some fashion. So that's yes. probably it. Maybe Frontios pull Barry's down dead. A, a metal tower first. Uh, right. Move some boxes of grain around and hit people in that. It, it does feel a little right, bit right, like... Right. And if you've got that kind of... Uh, the gravity reach. of that reach yeah, where you can yeah. pull from another planet... You probably could just pull people while they're standing up and just pull as many as you need and go on with it your It does day. feel that way. I mean, they clearly pull people from across the room and drag them around. Right. And to like, what end? Like, even if you do turn this planet into a spaceship, you're yeah. going to go to another planet and then make more... Like, how do they make more? Again, I got to figure I, out the how whole life cycle. Ma- how do they mate? Uh, uh, yep. Is there... You know, do they feel love? Yeah, I don't know. These I are the know questions that are going to keep me up at night. We get a big cliffhanger on this one, too, which uh, is going to conclude in Resurrection of the Daleks, right? So at the end, yeah, uh, the machine, the uh, TARDIS starts going crazy, right? Or, like, they're they're pulled into... Uh, doesn't that happen? Are they pulled yeah, somewhere yeah. and they have no control over the TARDIS and we don't know where they're going? Which is basically every story. Yeah, I mean, I, it didn't really, like, okay, next story. It doesn't. It didn't really, like, oh, what's going to happen next for me at all? Because, I mean, that's kind of how this the, this well, story started as well, is that they were just kind of hanging out, and then all of a sudden they're they're out yeah, of bounds of time, and they get sucked into... Right, but don't you feel like story. with most of the stories that we do, the ending isn't the end. like that, right? It's usually yeah, like that's true. They just that's leave, true. whereas this feels like a they were setting something up a continuation so i imagine the next story see again i, I thought maybe i figured turlo's got to leave right so you think he's staying on until i think Caves, so yeah which I i've so. seen and i don't remember turlo in it but uh i could be wrong i'm trying not to read ahead but i felt like i read that so all right yeah i, I don't want to read ahead either so there's a bunch um, we're gonna miss like we're gonna miss planet of fire unfortunately and i don't know if that's good or not but that's not on our list uh, maybe for the second round, we'll pick some of those up. Yeah. Um, um, and do you have anything else to say about? Well, I mean, so one? did you? Did you not like the creature design? At no, all? I, I like the creature design. Okay. I thought the creature design was really cool. Yeah, I thought the budget. I like, agree. It looks like there are times when, especially when they do the close-ups of the mouth moving, where they have like those the hairs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Could use some work, but I thought it was a cool-looking creature, and I yeah. liked. I liked the Gravis, and I liked the... I just liked him, and it was cool. It felt, like, creepy when you're underground, yeah. and I liked how the walls seemed alive, and it was all... I, I liked all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the... I really yes, liked the I agree, story. I agree, like, I, actually. I, I, I'm negative on a lot of it, but overall, I, like, maybe it was my mood, but I felt like... <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. I really liked the creature designs, except for the Gravis. I Honestly, this is not... Not kidding. I liked everything about it except for the nose. Like nose. if it didn't have the nose, the other ones there. looked so much better. They just looked cooler, but like that nose just looked ridiculous. They could have done something else to distinguish that. Oh, this is the leader guy instead. But um, anyway, so there was one thing that I just found a little disturbing. In this story was um, so you mentioned before that Turlo and Norna are are left behind, and Turlo is like, all right. Pick a, pick a hand, whichever one has the coin. You know, if it has the coin, I'm going to mm-hmm. go. Otherwise, blah blah. Does that thing? He leaves Norna behind, uh, and then there's the uh, the retrogrades. The uh, you know the the colonists that have been exiled are creeping around, and so she gets like attacked by a guy. Yep. Like that whole that whole encounter felt really disturbing to me. Like she she you know kind of beats the guy in the end and whatever but like it was it was that hair it was really uncomfortable 
And he, the way he was grabbing her and hi, like holding her underneath the yeah. underneath the uh, walkway, and it it was just really, really gross. And I don't know if it's just the times that we're living in, but man, it was yeah. it was horrifying. No, I agree with you on that. And then that was one of my other problems with this is you have this society that's so unstable, mm-hmm. and you've got no clear leadership. And if a leader dies, it's chaos. And then there's like instantly this roving gang of bad dudes. That never really get taken care of at the end, really. I mean, it's like he just leaves the place. As you mentioned before, there's not a lot of resources or anything for this colony to make it, even though they got rid of their problem of people. What are they going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still feels like chaos. still there, yeah. Um, that was weird. Just FYI, I, I was kind of skimming through the, the videos as we're, as we're talking here. Um, so the, the machine that the, the that they're using the people in, um, you can clearly see that his his whole body is there. It's not just the oh, head, but it is bad. wired to his head. And it reminded me very much of Davros. Like yeah. that that felt like a Davros sort of thing that was happening there. But like the body is just so head the body is the it's not a severed and case behind. Connected. That's right. Yeah. So maybe you did see the body out. Maybe I did. Because but I, I will find. I thought it was just literally like they. Could, it was like a head, and it was like um. What's that movie that uh, uh, Mars Attacks? Whatever. Was oh, there, right. The, the, the yeah. Class. No, no, sir. You were uh, too busy drinking with your bros on your flight to yeah. catch that one. Um, let's see. Otherwise, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, there was yeah. That that's it. I I didn't love the story. I didn't like the stuff that happened above ground. I, I like the aliens. Like the exploding they, cool. lamps that people were throwing. The it was like oh, a weird. Real quick. Yeah. Right. No. Uh, just leading on to that. The so. So they couldn't get the light bright enough. They couldn't get past the the control room to get the equipment that the doctor wanted to bring lighting into the medical tent because the doctors are going to try to help kill people. And yeah, then they get um, the battery. So they got the battery. <laughs> uh, this, so many this acid battery. Yeah. That they carry back and it it you know splashes and eats through the floor very alien style whatever. So that that was kind of cool. Um, but they used that to. Do a defibrillator. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was awesome. It was bonkers. It was <laughs> that didn't make any sense. No, and there's so many like pulleys and levers in here, and it's just. And then the dates on the rocks too. They're like, what's the date on that rock or whatever? Right. That's when I, my eyes started to glaze over a little it bit. And I was like, well, who got what rocks now? Oh, they, they had the rocks. So they were Somebody's mining writing, rocks. Why is somebody writing numbers on rocks? <laughs> But they were they were mining rocks because they made the assumption. I, I swear I heard this. They made the assumption that they're under attack because of some valuable valuable minerals that must be underground. Yeah, that that, that did that was the that is reason a weird logical to, leap yeah, to, to make. That's why it was like almost like was this like the part of Earth that tested out of what like it was like okay you got to take this test and if you pass <laughs> you go to this planet. And if you don't, you gotta go. Uh, it's the special this dude planet, and his, and his son. It's a remedial planet. Oh, I was like Don uh, Don Junior. Was that this actually? <laughs> this all sort of works out as the current uh, United States government right now. It really does yeah. work. It's when, when we're under Don Junior as the president, and when that comes, that's gonna be amazing. <sighs> on that, all right. Do you have anything on that else? Note. Um, no, that some of the names were weird. It. Wasn't someone named Planet something? Or that was the son. It was. 
Yeah, it's, like it's like a weird a lot of a lot of weird namings. Like yeah, Cockrell so we had, and like uh, yeah, but Cockrell, who's the guy that that becomes the leader of the retrogrades? We had yeah, the guy scur- like scurrying for food. You know, right. Or, yeah. I liked when he got attacked. Like immediately, he got food. They kicked him out, and he <laughs> immediately got set upon by that people was, who were like waiting at the stage door, kind of. <laughs> Just like, all right, let's get him. My favorite part <laughs> it's of the pretty, thing. Pretty nuts because it was in like you saw a whole story of like guys. <laughs> uh, rise and then it's fall and then he's kicked out and it's all within like 30 seconds he's like yeah, i'm gonna take my lamp and leave and then all of a sudden he just gets beat up and then all of a sudden he's their hero or their he's a hero uh plantagenet was the son's name range was another name yeah. tractators it was good. i don't know I, whatever that's ah, fine it was all it's right. fine it was middle good. of the pack i like i like the star wars style uh uniforms on the people like i always like that that sort but of they were stuff. horribly made and really ill-fitting yeah I considering think, how again, good I feel like the production design budget. was it feels like no it can't be because the production they had so many different sets so many different yeah, they rooms. Did have a lot of sets um and they were all really well done honestly like a lot of detail in all of these sets um they had to outfit a lot of people. The creature design was pretty good. Um, I don't know. So I mean, don't maybe that's money, where they had to cut. You don't think money was a, uh, an issue? Maybe I don't know. It it did not work very well for me. The design looked okay. It just like it. I don't know. Anyway, I think that's it. Yeah, it was it. I mean, again, I was hoping this was Turlo's last episode. I thought him and Norna had a future. I was like, oh, maybe oh, these two, and, and then he'll stay on the planet. And then I was like, well, that's a little bit too much like Nisa, but or Nissa. Whatever oh, we boy. Somebody said we said it wrong, so I can't remember which. I will never say it right. It's fine. Uh, direction. <laughs> uh, but that's it. I think we... We got it. You didn't like it. I sort of liked it. Middle of the back. okay. Who cares? That yeah, matter. that's it. All right, so what do we have uh, coming up next? What's the news? Well, okay, so we we were supposed to do Resurrection of the Daleks, and then we canceled it and did this one because, unfortunately, that is a hard episode to find. You can't find yeah. it on iTunes to buy. You can't nope. uh, uh, digitally. You can't find it on Amazon digitally to buy. You can the DVD get... was only from... Not from Amazon, but from right. like you used go sellers to, and whatever. And I don't trust that. Amazon, and you're like, there's no buy now button. You gotta Uh-oh. be like, just on oh, that weird. I'm not gonna chance it. That is the other sellers. Yeah. Um. So we were like, well, we can't do it. And then I have a friend who has got a ton of DVDs, and he has it. And I feel like we got to do it because I. Yeah. Let's slip. We'll I slip that we in. Do it. We'll do right. we'll do uh, Resurrection of the Daleks next, and so then... we are yeah we are going to do it. Apologies if you're unable to find it. I have yeah. heard several people pointed out to us uh, that you can go to Sally. It rhymes with Sally Cotion, right? A yep. video site. We listen. We want people to buy the stuff. We Bailey want Ocean. To, torrent episodes or pirate episodes but whatever you do you do whatever you do you do and however i would say if it's not easy to purchase it you know what i mean like if it was on digitally available then it's like you don't have an excuse for not but in this case it's super hard to find so no you're gonna watch it how you're gonna watch it folks if you find it on uh scaly motion scaly ocean (laughs) billy ocean you get scabies it's not uh so uh, but yeah, you know, on the other hand, no, you don't really have to. You don't really have to watch it because I'm sure our review will be like painting a picture as though you have watched it. Yeah, based and on I'm our crossing my fingers that Turlo will leave. Um, I although this. I liked him more, this uh, Harpop Turlo is 
came through in this episode. But so we're gonna have uh, Resurrection of the Daleks, and then we'll end the year with uh, Caves. Yeah, and how appropriate we will close out the Doctor, and we will close out the year. Although I think it, we won't release it until January. It'll be the first episode of the of Dan and I will still be in the past, and you will be in the future, just like Um, always. But and if you want to contact us. Right, Dan. You, you can, can you can email the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com and, be, and I say that because I don't think we got any emails. Not this time. Right? People were too overwhelmed by our live yeah, show. Yeah, we did that live show. So if you haven't watched that, I believe you can still watch the YouTube yep. video. It's floating out there. You can also listen to this uh, stream. Stream? No. You can listen to the sure. feed, our episode yep. feed. Uh, we'll do that again. That was fun. Yeah, I would definitely do it again. It Good times. And I think doing the video thing is, is always an interesting concept. Maybe people like that. You tell us. Do you want to see more video? Yeah, let uh, us do know. Do you listen to podcasts or watch podcasts on YouTube? Yeah. Let us know. We will definitely... I would consider doing that instead of a more traditional podcast. So, Or, you know, we could do both. We'll you can get any both. iTunes reviews, right? I was just looking. Um, you can also just, uh, so you know, Facebook, uh, Twitter, we're also there as well. So you can uh, reach us, tweet at us, and let us know what you think of the episode. We'll post the GIFs and links to the story. Um, uh, obviously, when we go live, by the time you're reading this, it'll be there. Um, do we have, no, we have no new we have uh, reviews. So if you want to go time. to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, yeah, that would be great. If Guys, you're listening to this great. and you liked it, you got this far, you can leave us a review. We only got 24 reviews. There's more than this. 24 of you. I know this for a Look fact. Look at the stats. There's more than 24 of you. <laughs> <laughs> One of you is holding out. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, it. And that's it. Thank right? We got nothing yep. else? So that's try it, to guys. find Resurrection of the Daleks. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's um, I think it's going to be a good episode. It better be great. I haven't read much about it. It so better I, be I like, great. I like that. So maybe it's a terrible episode, but we'll find out together. Yep. All right. Until next time. Until then. Peace out, Granny. Peace out. You're a little late, so come right this way. Stay right in, okay? What? Say it now. Yeah. Say it now. Yeah. Me and the Ohio players gonna tell you about a worm. He's the funkiest worm in the world. Okay, say it, fellas. There's a worm in the ground. Yes, it is.
you know. 